0: What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Shay. On this Wednesday, and my special guest in the building today is my girl, Different, with us. What's Ooh. going
1: on? Hey, Queen. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's Glad a pleasure. to be pleasure. here. Appreciate to be here.
0: Yes. I know we have been trying to get this day um, set and locked <laughs> in so that we can get the show going, but let me just tell you a little yes. bit about me, Different. Oh, my God. This past week has been so busy for me yesterday was my birthday
1: and Uh oh happy belated
0: oh thank you you know virgos are we are something special so but y'all thank y'all all
1: all that but okay let's have your mom it's your time let me have your time do your thing
0: but I'm gonna celebrate this weekend because I've been working. You know, I work too as well. So I'm working 10-hour shifts. So then I try to rush home and I try to make sure the content is still here for the show. I've been doing so much new things with the show, so it's definitely going to be um worth it. Worth the while for the last week that I did miss. But birthday celebration is going to be this weekend. But let's get into you, my girl. We have so yes. much to offer when we are talking about different. Different let the people know what's going on with
1: you. Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. So like Shay's told everybody, my name's different. Spells D I F E R N T. And I'm 30 years old in Houston, Texas. Uh, let's see. My hobbies. I love traveling, um, meditating, writing, during, exercising, okay. anything pretty much there, but I'm like, I'm in for it. So that's me in a nutshell. Um, I guess as far as my background. I'll, I'll let you ask the questions and, <laughs> and what you want to know about me. So.
0: No, no, no. You're you fine. So I do hear that your um hobbies and everything is like meditating. So when it does come down to oh, it, man. I do see that you have a what-if book. So in this what-if book, like how do you go from meditating to actually putting out a book? You're publishing a book.
1: Well, what does that fit not in? Not just there? with meditating, but as far as being spiritually in tune and what that is for me. Is meditating, praying, and being alone with God. I'm not necessarily such as a religious person. And again, I'm no attacker or anybody that is, no disrespect. But for me, I had to lose religion in order to gain a relationship with God. And so ever since then, you know, I just, I, well, for me, what I do is I pray, meditate, read the Bible, I even do, you know, chakra healing and, you know, things of that nature, making sure my energies are clean and keeping my aura positive. And so, as far as like when praying and manifesting things that I want into life, this book is sort of play and speak with it. So, we're
0: going to get it a little little bit into this book. And so, Mm. as I shared this book with our viewers and listeners, Just give me the background about the title of the book and what what is the vision for the book?
1: Okay, yeah, so the book, my new book, my first book, What If, A Controversial Paradigm Shift. Um, Before I go any further, I must think that this book does include a disclaimer. It's intended for mature audience only. And um, so if you can't take this type of heat, don't come to this kitchen. Um, The book was written to inform and encourage thought provoking and constant conversations about systemic racism and injustice in America. This is done through provocative, but uh, excuse me, graphic, provocative illustrations and um, it details on controversial deaths and events that have occurred in America within the African-American community over time and basically what's still going on in time. The way that I have constructed the book is in four main categorized paradigms, which are historical, political, precedent, and hypothetical. And within those four main paradigms, there are sub-paradigms that are basically just asking the question, you know, what if the shoe was on the other foot? What if this happened to white people instead of black people? And so um, the way that, like I said, I have it set up with the, even with the questions that they don't get to, the illustrations are definitely meant to do so. So for instance, one of the paradigms that I'm having historical, um, I believe I have a the question I asked was the sixteen the year sixteen nineteen I believe and asked the question, what if in sixteen nineteen Africans started doing slave trading, whereas they kidnapped millions of English men, women, and children from their homeland and brought them on slave ships to America, and so. <clears throat> And then you'll see this illustrations of, you know, white slaves in shackles and on the slave ship. Mm-hmm. And you have the, you know, the black slave masters, you know, whipping the, with the, you know, whip how they used to do us. And so, uh, although the book, it is set up with, you know, graphic illustrations that will definitely reference the feathers and ring some bells, the overall gist of the book, if you can sum it through the, the entire book and make it to the last paradigm, which is hypothetical, that is where I tie it all into my message of you know thinking about just compassion and bringing unity and having love for men and, and, and everybody in general. Knows, you know, you're a little jumbled up, my words here, but that's okay. Um, once you yes, read the book, it, you'll understand it where it's coming from. <laughs> it,
0: it, yes, it's, it's okay because, like you said, um, the what if, like, mm-hmm. what, what time or today or history be like if it was on if the she was on the other foot. That what if yeah. question is has always is, I think it's going to always be an unanswered question because it, 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 it's a what if question. It's not like it really yeah. has been in effect. Um, and once again, I, I can't say what uh, discrimination any other nationality might have experienced, but when it does come down to us African Americans, we do. We um, it's like racism is just never going to end for us because even if it, even if we're not experiencing amongst you know everyday people out there, we still have racism when it comes down to discrimination of jobs, housing, mm-hmm. um, police brutality. So racism, I I believe racism come down to the food, you know, and I can just be, don't quote me hypothetically, but there's white milk, there's chocolate milk, everything has to do with Mm -hmm. the, with a color and it's just weird. And it's like, how do we go from this? So when you wrote this book, the what if, who Mm -hmm. who, who was your, your targeted audience for this book?
1: So, as I was chatting with you before, I'm a businesswoman, and before I was an author, um, that's what I used to do, and that's what I still do, and I'm a strong believer in, you know, if anything that it is that you want to do, you have to, you know, take yourself serious, and if you want people to take you serious, and so therefore, do your research, do your homework, and, and just gather all the information you can before you, you know, dive into it all the way. And so for me, what I did was before um, I wrote the book, or while I was writing the book, if you will, I did a test market analysis, and I was able to find my four main target components that make my audit, and which is, you know, adults that are from the ages of eighteen to thirty-five, um, people that's a part of the African American community. Uh, it, did test high with both women and men, but of course, women, we run the world, so we're going to run it up with the numbers.
0: Okay. (laughs) Uh,
1: As well as those who care about social issues like injustice and, you know, police reform or, you know, talking about, you know, systemic change. And so if you ask that question, who's my target audience, it's four main target components, if you will, and those are those four However, the book is intended for everybody. I want everybody all over to read the book because it doesn't just apply to racism, if you will, or just black and white. You apply to these paradigms in different other ships, if you will. Uh, you know, and so, but with the just the reason why, if you ask the question why I chose and hone in on, you know, racism and why why I chose this topic, if you will, um, is because of a number of things, but it's, the four main ones is one. Two, What happened with George Ford, you know, me being from Houston, Texas, I grew up in Fifth Ward, but I also spent some time in Third Ward. And so when he passed away, I wanted to get involved and have my voice being heard. However, you know, it was just when it came down to it, I couldn't not because I got cold feet, but because I wanted my voice to be heard longer than just in that moment of time. I wanted to be heard long after I'm gone. And so, like I said, being a person that's spiritually in tune and, you know, like to talk with God and just actually spirit of the spirit excuse me. Yeah. Um, just talking and 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 having him show me little bit of these pieces of, you know, visions here and there and and, and dreams and talking to people and just it coming together as well as another issue that I had, you know, in my life was with mental health. Okay. Um, Coming up, I guess going back to giving you guys a little bit of my background. I had a good childhood up until the time I was 11 years old, and then you know, me and my family basically ended up homeless on the street for three years. And by the time I was 14, I was secretly placed in foster care by relatives. And for the first six months, my family didn't know where I was. However, during that time, I found out that if you stayed in foster care and you stopped, the state of Texas would pay for. Your tuition fee waivers, and so by the time that my family found me and I was ready to go home, I made the decision to stay, and okay. so that my my college can be paid for. It. So you know, I used my street smarts to elevate my book bookmarks, okay. and just went ahead and do that those four years. And ended up, you know, going to San Houston State University and getting my degrees in international business. I also have two minors in economics and business communications. I also have a master's degree in entrepreneurship as well as I'm a Texas real estate agent. Not to mention, like I said, I'm an avid traveler. So I, I like to travel all over the world and just do amazing things. And and, and although my story started in tragedy, it is in triumph. All and okay. He brought me through it all, and he still is. And you would think with all those accomplishments I had in my belt shape, I had it together. But I didn't.
0: A and lot every of my childhood a different
1: yeah, a lot of my childhood trauma, you know, stemmed over into my adulthood to where at yeah. this point, to I got it was for me it was not chaos was normal, and so when I got taken out of that situation and placed into foster care, I was placed in nice homes and in, in good school districts. However, again, like I said, it was you know it wasn't normal to me, and so mm-hmm. I felt it was too good to be true. Okay. And I would sabotage it and get kicked out of you know all of the foster homes that I was in up until the time I aged out of care. That's pretty much how you know foster care went for me. Yeah. And those type of traits it spilled over into my adulthood, and to the point to where all of the good opportunities I had to you know advance my career, I was squandering them because I you know was doing what I felt was normal when I was used to, and mm-hmm. to the point to where. I kept messing up so much to where I had to face the other truth about myself that yeah. it was on me. I needed to go fix my issues. Although yeah. what I went through in the past, it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was out of my control. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way it's my problem. And I yeah. gotta fix it. Absolutely. And so that's just what I did. I dismissed that notion that, you know, black people don't do therapy and I took okay. my ass to therapy. <laughs> You know, <laughs> coming up in that environment where you know, you taught, you know, what goes on in this house stays in this house. So, you know, right. you don't we don't talk about, you know, what happened with Uncle Touchy, you don't talk about it. I'm not saying it happened to me, but you know, in oh, some I families, you know, you tell an and they still just blow it off. Yeah. And so that's the type of environment, you know, I grew up in. And so coming up in my adulthood and having those an issues and being in denial about, you know, needing to fix them, eventually it pushed me to the point to where I was going to self for And me knowing in my heart of hearts, I'm there for greatness. God put me here for a reason. So many times he could have taken me out, but he hasn't, he kept me right here. So I'm here for a purpose. And I can't scorn it, it'll be on me if I didn't use all my gifts and talents before my time is up and before I leave this earth. And so I broke down on my knees and prayed to God and told him, you know, I need to get it together. Like I said, go to, went to therapy. And for the past two years, I've been serious about it and been consistent with it. And I'm proud of it. And because look what came out of it, being in therapy wow. and talking to my therapist, you know, he encouraged me to do, turn a negative into a positive and go back to what I love, which was writing and journaling. So uh, being stuck in the house and then during the pandemic and just doodling and writing words of affirmation. then the death of George Floyd happened. Mm-hmm. And of course, like I said, I wanted to get involved. I don't know, but however, I want my voice to be heard longer than in a moment in time. And um, like I said before, just praying and, med- and meditating it, and then bit by pit, piece by piece, I just started writing, you know, what if, what if that, okay. what if this, what, what if other. And okay. so uh, that started June 2020 and by December 2020, I had finished writing the writing part of the book. Now I needed to find, you know, illustrated still and everything, but, I get in contact with my lawyer, and I let her know I have something I think it's gonna be really good, and I, I show it to her she responds she's like, yeah, I think it's gonna do really good. this is okay. it, but one thing, you know, what's the name of your business, and so you know just once what, what I for say is think you know something and then life come through and swoop, yeah, you don't know shit yeah. <laughs> you so, know what?
0: it's weird that you said I, that though. Because it's not even just with your situation, I think that just with period, everyday life situations. You can use that metaphor to relate it to a lot of other topics as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, so when it, I did that and got real with myself, and, and and this is what came out of it. The what if and so, like I said, when I was talking about lawyer, she was, she asks, What's the name of your business? And mind you, I was just wanting to write in the book to have my voice heard. I had no intention of starting <laughs> book, uh, excuse me, my business right now because of the pandemic. Okay. However, you know, that's just the way God works. When he mm-hmm. says the time, it's time. And he'll set so everything okay. in motion for me. And that's just how it's been going for me. And so yeah. December 2020, she tells me, hey, you need to have a business in order to sell products to the public. Um, that's usually how it goes. So from that time to March 2021st, you know, I'm running you know, my games of the business and uh, small business operations in Texas. And by the time March 2021 was around, Third Eye Entertainment, LLC was formed, uh, which mm-hmm. is my business. Uh, and our Creed, if you will, is that we strive to bring social awareness to society through our products and services that educate, inspires, and entertains all at once. We also have a motto; it's it's called "Manifest, Plan, Prepare." Mm -hmm. And in order for this is what we believe. Third Eye Entertainment believes in order for those who believe in their heart of hearts that they are meant for guaranteed success the first thing they must do is manifest and speak into existence yeah. the what they believe and feel and desire in their heart that they are meant to have and never Absolutely. stop believing it.
0: Absolutely. start writing
1: it on paper and just is manifesting it to no end. Yeah. And whatever it is that you want in life, you know, you want to get your own business, you want to, you know, Go out for the, that audition, whatever it is, you know. Manifest Write it down. Manifest. That heart, heart. Remove that fear and replace it with faith. Get rid Absolutely. of all that negative doubt and reprogram your mind and let nothing and no one tell you nothing different what it is that you want and believe that you that you're supposed to have. And you manifest and speak it like no other. Already, act as if it's yours. That is in your life, like like it's in your hand already. Second, you must plan for what it is that you want to do in life, what you want to have in life. So, whether if you want to, you know, have that luxury car or house, you have to plan that out. Whatever it is, you you write it out on paper. You start putting that plan to action. Start fixing your Mm -hmm. finances. Start fixing, you know, if you, you know, want to get yourself, you know, in health and shape, hit that gym up. Yeah. Whatever it is that you need to fix, your mental health. Go fix it. You know, go mend that broken relationship with your family. Fix all those issues that you that, that can come back to hunt you mm-hmm. whenever you reaping your, you know, fruits and your labor. Fix that now so you won't have to worry about it later on. Yeah. So once you plan that out, move on to the preparation part of it. Prepare mm-hmm. for what it is that you are about to receive. So like I said, uh, prepare as far as getting yourself together from the inside out. Fixing your mental, your spiritual, your financial, your physical—you know, going to mend those broken bridges. Fix your yeah. credit, whatever it is. Prepare for what it is that you want to receive. You have to be prepared. My my grandmother told me long ago. You know, if you want you to man, have a good man in your life, and you want to be a good woman, like make sure you have yourself together before you, you know, get you know involved with that man. Get your credit <laughs> right. You know, get your weight right. Yeah, your weight right, whatever it is that you like. Like I said, I got mommy and daddy issues, so I got to go fix that before All I go right. get with my dude. And 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 have issues, you know, that I'm bringing from my past into the future relationship. So I need to fix that before I get into a serious relationship. That's the type of preparation that I mean when I say manifest, plan, and prepare.
0: I mean, you. It's It's good good to to define define it. It is good yeah. to find it, but at the same time, you know, a lot of people take heed to things a different way and goes different routes. Mm-hmm. So whatever mm-hmm. works best for you. But as you yes, heard, exactly. let's be real my girl different just told us that we have to learn to mm-hmm. manifest things like prepare mm-hmm. things, you know, speak things into existence into your life. You know, also when it does come down to you know spiritual, my pastor, mm-hmm. he 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 just we just had a, a ceremony, uh I'm going to say two Sundays ago and he was talking about cultivating. Sometimes you have to cultivate things and a lot of people don't understand what that terminology means. or just like when you said it comes down to the um, controversial um, paradigm. Do you know paradigm really means for something major to really happen in this world? So whether it's in a relationship, your everyday life, you writing a book, you driving a car or whatever it is, if you're doing something in your life that's going to be Positive are going to have some type of Payout for you later in your life, it's a major Change, even if you're saying No, it could be a major effect onto Your life, so you do Mm -hmm. have To manifest some things, speak it into Existence, it's good to always Mere relationships, but what about When you come and you Have all this education, you have All this to Mm -hmm. offer someone into this book But it still just doesn't get through To them, what is your expectation For someone who does read the book, what is The outcome you're looking for them to have
1: well, my expectation is not to have an expectation of a certain it's just a, a, like I said, whether people are good or bad, a bell has been wrong,
0: okay. and so I'm
1: not here to change the world, change my it's just to make you think you know ask the question what if another reason was barking it right write the book is because I'm tired of you know. Race people of the world stating that racism doesn't exist isn't alive, or if it's alive, it's because we the people are keeping it alive and so another question I ask okay, well, how about this? How about we do a little race role reversal? How about we hold the mirror up to you and show you what we see and how we feel what we've been going through, yeah, and if it's not okay to for you to see an illustration of a white person being lynched or dragged or whatever. But yet you turn around and you see a black person and but oh, it's justified. Oh, it happened. Let's get over it. You know, you have every other excuse except for saying that it's wrong. Yeah. And that's how you know that race is still to So I'm not I only see. just doing this to ring bells or rough affairs. Like I said, it's also meant to start the conversation. Whether people are talking about it good or bad, they're going to talk about it. And yeah. for me, that's one of the ways I feel that we can create change. Is to acknowledge and address and talk about those these issues, these deep seated, root issues that you know nobody likes to talk about. And Absolutely. although, and I'm well aware that you know, change doesn't happen overnight, and it doesn't happen with just one person. But what mm-hmm. if Shay? What if this is the generation that plans to seeds for yeah. the next for the next? So that's my hope and prayer. I'm not trying to, you know, ruffle any feathers. It's just, like I said, I wanted to do something, have my voice being heard long after I'm gone and make people think and, and, and educate them and inspire them and entertain them. A lot of my readers who, who read them, a lot of them didn't know these uh, issues happened that I have in the book. They didn't know. They were very, like, once, for instance, uh, a person of color, he didn't know that um, George Jefferson, excuse me, George, George Washington, did. he used... Uh, his His slave's teeth for his own, he didn't know that, okay, and so my book not only it is, just is is to to make people upset or make them uncomfortable, but it educates as well
0: absolutely it says come and learn, it says
1: it, yeah. come and learn and so, yeah, come and learn, and so uh it's not just again. I don't want to be repetitive, but I can't stress it enough because a lot of, I'm sure people get it. They will say, you know, this is, this can be a tool this, that the black community is using to, to uprise against the white community. No, it's not. Mm-mm. Stop that right here and now. Mm-mm. This is strictly meant to make you think, you know, about the things and actions that have gone on in our country to our people, black people. Oh, okay. I'm simply asking the question. What Absolutely. if this was happening to you and your ancestors? Yep. What if this is still happened to, would, would still be happening? Yeah, you know, is it okay? Is it justified? I is believe it, the way it, someone responds,
0: the, the way they respond to it is it will let mm. you know what do they feel about racism because many mm. people, oh yeah, many people will say you can't see it but you can experience mm. it. Uh-huh. So, so, you know, that's the terminology when it does come down to race with others. But like I said, if you just thinking that racism goes with color, that does not just define it. You can be discriminated on housing uh, the way, mm-hmm. people, oh, yeah. the way you work. So discrimination and the, the racism controver- controversial um, with mm-hmm. the paradigm. Uh, it's, it's per- it can
1: be <laughs> I got you a paradigm. It's I did it too. You know yeah, what paradigm. You know, I have but yeah, also say I also butchering
0: things. Go ahead. I'm bad with butchering things.
1: <laughs> oh no, it's okay, me too. <laughs>
0: But yeah with the paradigm though like I said once again it is something like it's a major change you know and a lot of people don't know that like even when the internet came to the world, you know so yeah. that's, that that's that that was a major change though for the world because now you you get to trade out more most of the marketings Then when it come down to like business they was trading each other off because now the internet get to do more for them but it's a major change like covid still is a major change so some people might don't know what the word paradigm mean paradigm means a major change and that's why yeah. she used that word paradigm with controversial
1: correct mm-hmm. yes okay. ma'am let me know right off the bat <laughs> controversial paradigm shift absolutely no mistake about it
0: we definitely is going to share a video a little bit more that comes from the different website so i do definitely like this website so what can you purchase this book from i do see it say new book what if um controversial Mm -hmm. paradigm shift is coming that was august 20 2021 so what can we publish this book at purchase
1: it Yeah, so for now, I'm doing a pre-sale. Okay. Um, I'm actually working with Amazon right now. I have uh, my transcript uploaded, and then once that's the green check, I can start the pre-sale. That's honestly where I'm at with it. So when it
0: comes down to what if, do you see you coming out with a a second part?
1: So it's like this for me. I'm more, like I said, more just one option. I don't just talk about racism with my business, with third eye Entity. We talk about issues that are taboo. So not just with injustice, systemic racism. We talk about women's rights, voters' rights, sex trafficking, you know, domestic relationships, LGBTQ issues, Yeah, all the issues that are swept under the rug. We bring it to light at Difference World. I do also on the internet side, like the training, well, excuse me, the traveling (laughs) And the food experts and so I do a blogging involved blog, blog as well But as far as other uh, projects that we have going What if it's just the first product? We also sell other products in associated with the book that's available on the website okay. it Will be available later on September it won't be available on Amazon or the ones and over just to the website only Okay. I'm also looking to do a book tour. This depends on how COVID is going. I hope it lifts up. I pray it does. Um <laughs> next semester. I keep saying semester I'm in college. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next <laughs> next year, next spring, if you will. I'm looking to do prospective thirty-five unified universities and then fifteen states. Okay. Um starting with Howard and, and working my way on down. I wanna and definitely so share to this. That.
0: This video clip of it is very interesting.
1: Yeah. So, how, how did, did one you guys. Let me audience only. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's get into this. Viewer's discretion yeah. is advised. Oh my gosh! Third eye. What if 1619 Africans
1: started the slave trading? The tables were turned around. What if they took millions of Englishmen, women, and children from their homeland
0: and brought them to America on a slave ship? What if a controversial paradigm shift? is a book written to inform and encourage consistent, thought-provoking conversations about injustice and systematic racism in America through graphic but provocative illustration. What if provides a different perspective? by detailing controversial deaths and events as four categorized paradigm shifts historical political precedent and hypothetical what if a controversial paradigm shift by author different illustration I love it. Oh, even <laughs> in little short video, you give out so much information, like with the what ifs and the questions. I does I love how everything look when it comes down to the illustration. Everything fit, mm-hmm. it blends in. It is so good. So when it when you yeah, did shout out there, to my illustrator. Yes. How long did it actually take you to put this thought together? Because I know you said you started like in a June and then by December, you was putting it out here when it came down to the illustration. So
1: So I found my illustrator March, 2021 this year. And she just finished a little little July like, okay. Okay. So she, she was pretty quick with it. And like I said, God, he sent the right people at the right time. She was one of them. So shout out to my illustrator, Anastasia Arnold.
0: So what, where are you, where's your goals for the book? Like, are you looking to land it into um,
1: a store? Are you just- Oh, gonna- this this is going to be a number one bestseller. This is the book that rings the bell around the world. Okay. I manifested, planning and preparing. <laughs> I practice what I can show here in this world. <laughs> And so we're going to be a number one bestseller, Nobel Peace Prize, the Pulitzer Prize. We win the awards. We turn this book into a script. What I'm about a movie? From my mouth to God is. Well, I don't think it'll be a movie. What I'm looking for it to be is like a mini TV series part, like okay. a four part mini TV series. I could see like Tyler Perry or Regina King taking over. I would definitely okay. want them to okay. do some work with it.
0: All right. Those was my questions. Like, if you could work with someone or anybody up there on a little bit more professional level, who would you want oh, to work with? Everybody always talking about Tyler Perry. Everybody Tyler Perry. Loves, Well, everybody he loves had his flowers.
1: Girl, he didn't he, 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 he put on for the community, if you will. He, he, he definitely like he has put on
0: for us. You know what? I had a movie producer, a movie film writer that was on my show. And he was just mm. uh, sharing his experience, his experience going to the Tyler Perry studios, trying to, um, I guess, promote his uh, business to them. Like he wanted to try to collab or he just wanted Tyler Perry mm. to look at. They wouldn't even let him in through the studios. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Tyler Perry, I know you ain't going to get up there and do us like this
1: now. Yeah, but it, it be like that time.
0: You know what? So when you make not, it big. You have to. You do want to have security around. You do want to make sure who you are letting around you because some people right now will sell you a story just to get up there to cut your throat. So I am aware of that. I am. Yeah. I'm very but aware. But it's
1: of that. also, again, don't forget where you come from. So I understand yeah. what, you, what you talking about. <laughs> but, if, if, but if we really been real, then I want a black queen to work. So it's going to be either Regina King or Ava Devon Okay.
0: Now, I love so, Regina King. I love her.
1: Yeah, that's my girl. Yeah, I love it. She's
0: she good with it. She's good. Regina King is definitely good. Um, I don't know why I always thought her name was Regina Hall because Regina because who,
1: they look like they look like sisters. Okay, so
0: it is a Regina Hall, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's two of okay. them: Regina Hall and Regina King. But okay, so Regina King's one? been locked way longer than Regina Hall.
0: Okay, so Reg, who is Re- Regina Hall? I'm
1: thinking. Regina Hall. Think of think like a man. Regina, King in that So who is that's, Regina that's a, King? a scary movie, okay. So and, and uh, Regina King, um, thin line between love and hate. Have you seen that movie?
0: Oh, yeah, okay, let me get another
1: one for you this lover? Christmas, this Christmas with uh, Chris Brown. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that is her. Okay. But I'm like, I know it was a Regina Hall. <laughs> so you know I'm bad with movies. I just watch them. I watch them <laughs> just to get a feeling, emotion. I want to cry. I want to know something. I'm not a movie critic. So I do not keep up with all the actors' name or actress name. No, yeah. I know. But so when it does come down, are you looking to do like a book signing? What's what's coming up? Oh, with- definitely. Oh, we also yeah.
1: next we have in the book lunch. Okay. The, and I, I try to be upfront and and tell people what's going on. So when people hear and they go to my website, oh, this is not what you said. Different. What you say is what you get. Well, I'm in Houston. I'm, I'm going You're by
0: myself. Chicago. I'm I'm in Houston, Texas, even though I'm from Chicago. So I would definitely come and support.
1: Oh, oh okay, well for sure. Well, it's not the fact that I, I now have it, but it's going. It you know we in Houston and they have the COVID going yeah. up again. So I did yeah. have a venue. But if what was told to me is that things going locked down, that it's not going to mm-hmm. happen. And so I don't want to say something and then it, it doesn't go the way it plans. And so I just try to tell people I have to listen and just check out my website and I'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> well, you know, have, <laughs> but you you about,
0: have you thought about, because I have seen a lot of um, movie producers now, like, some of the uh, movie theaters are not open and allowing you to actually come in and sit there and watch the movie. Maybe you could do Mm -hmm. a book launch or a book release by doing like a Zoom or something online or something that maybe you... do, but
1: I I want that physical like interaction, face to face and like...
0: Listen, I have a podcast I started when I got here and I just been doing it in the home but I don't... I'm not going to speak and let... My right hand, no, my left hand is doing, but I'm soon to have me a studio. So I know what you mean. It's like making you know, it to I
1: exist know, manifest. It. I know you know. don't. Even, I get what you're saying oh, with cool. that, but you gotta remove that negative thought and replace it with fear and start yeah. manifesting it. You get yeah. it down on paper. Get to a little boy like how I did and a just start so writing. I will write my book. I will. I will have a number one bestseller. Absolutely. You get that in your mind once you just manifest and remove all that negative doubt. Get a spiritually in tune with your third eye. Absolutely. Nothing stopping you, sis. Nothing.
0: So what is Third Eye Entertainment, LLC?
1: Yeah, so again, with my lawyer telling me, hey, I needed a business, praying, manifesting, and, and talking with God and, and being spiritually in tune, this is what I came up with. Okay. Third Eye Entertainment. And the reason why I have it called Third Eye is because when you allow yourself to be in tune with your spiritual side, a.k.a. your third eye, or sixth sense, whatever you want to call it, you, for me, when I was able to get rid of myself and, and, and admitted the ugly truth that I needed to go get therapy and fix my issues, mm-hmm. I was able to, you know, get my heart right and then get mm-hmm. my mind right. Yeah. And so once you do that, you, you you unlock the, you know, ultimate shocker. Your third eye has been locked. You're able to see things so clear now things that you didn't want to accept, like, you know, those relationships that's no yeah. good for you, you In see denial. them and you're okay with letting it go.
0: Yeah. And so
1: that's what Third Eye is about. And also, like I said, we talk about issues that bring social awareness to society and that pushes and motivates for social change. And so that's what my business is about. That's what I'm about. You know, being that person that's not afraid to be who I am and yeah. keep on issues that need to be spoken on, even at that cost me. Uh, I'm not trying to be nobody's martyr or start nobody's ride or, or somebody, somebody needs to that, do it. That, that that person. But I do have something to say. And I, I, like I said, I believe that I was meant for greatness and that God selected me for a special assignment. And this is it. Not to mention long ago, I prayed and asked God to allow me to be the one in my family to break that generational curse yep. and create generational wealth. And mm-hmm. so this is one of the ways, you know, okay. So my enemy is necessary. <laughs> I'm going to get it. And with Third Eye, like I said, our, our motto is manifest, plan, prepare, but also it stems deeper as with the with the pandemic. This year long. I've already lost four people and just had my, I attended a funeral of a mentor two weeks ago. And just want to say rest in peace. to coach also leaves my mentor at the Metro Fight Club um, in Houston, my Texas. But in the midst of the pandemic, it showed us all and reminded us all that life is not promised. I'm mm-hmm. that life is short and tomorrow is not promised. And so, for yeah. anybody that's feeling in their hearts that they're meant for greatness and that they have they're supposed to have a better life than what they're living right now, mm-hmm. now is the time. Yeah, you know, get the yeah. heart, your mind, you read together, get the shit together, and go after yep. what's yours. You yep. know, I always tell my friends, if you either trying to have that come up like Cardi B or they come back <laughs> like Robert D, there oh. is no in between. So, you know, it's time to get rich during the pandemic or die trying. That's that's that mode I'm in. And I'm not messing with anybody who don't have that type of mindset. I mean and so it's you a village, a tribe, a crew, or whoever you, whatever you want to call it, that think like you and feel how you feel, yeah. and that's how you you reach that next level that you're trying to get to that's how I was able to do it and that's how I'm doing it and it, it's not hard excuse me, it's not easy it's definitely going to be hard You definitely going to have setbacks I've had so many setbacks with this book and with this project but that only just showed me that you know when all the badness comes against you, when you have something good going on, that's when you keep pushing forward. Absolutely, that's how you know you're meant for greatness is when something's trying to stop you—that that negative or comes up opposed and try to you know stop what you got going for you. And that's between, when you're supposed to go yeah. harder. It's when yes, you're you to keep going even faster, yes, you faster, you faster, and don't stop. And, and don't, don't so, worry about
0: trying to prove no points or explain why nothing. Keep
1: going. Yep. Keep yep. And going. so, also, is even. What I also try to, you know, stimulate with people or, or, or relate to people, if you will, even with this book, people are going to be talking about it That sure enough. But mm-hmm. whether they're talking about it good or bad, the bell has been rung. And what I have learned from our previous one, number 45, I don't acknowledge him as mine because he's not. But number 45, what I've learned from him is that no matter what you do, no no What you believe in, how you feel, people always condone your BS. This man was in office for four years, and even afterwards, towards the end, all that ruckus he caused, he still had 25% of the U.S. adult population still condone his BS. That's 75 million people, Shay. Mm -hmm. So no matter what, what it is that you believe in, what you stand for, it's always going to be somebody out there Mm -hmm. that's going to condone it. Of course, there's going to be somebody out there that's going to be against it. But just yeah. go towards the people that's gonna that's always for you no matter what. You go where you celebrate it, not where you tolerate it. So if there's anybody out there that's listening and thinking, oh, well, she not going to do good with these book sales. Oh, well, they ain't going to like it. She don't close a lot of uplaces. I'm not worried about that. We because I, I know what my target audience is. I know where they're at. So I'm gonna go while I'm celebrating I'll target. I mean not sorry, even not, just not where that where I, know why,
0: I know why God brought me to the front. You know, it say when mm-hmm. God Bring you to the front, that's all that matters. I don't care who promote me, who who share it, or who with me. You don't gotta do none mm-hmm. of that. But in a the minute, they're gonna be paying me for interviews. Watch,
1: okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so just down. keep going. Give yourself two years of consistency and put in work. And just, it, I would have never imagined this two years ago, a year ago, had I not just kept writing and keep going. And of course, there would be days that I catch writer's box and want to, you know, be lazy about it, but I got right at it. Yeah. And just kept writing. And so, yeah. if you just put the bare minimum efforts and, and you will re- receive the bare minimum results, but think of it as if you put the maximum effort, then you're going to receive the maximum results. Okay
0: yeah absolutely some people just gotta learn how to dismantle a lot just dismantle a lot of the stagnation that that has them in life you gotta let go a lot of things you do not need to Mm -hmm. be afraid but like you said that's that'll be on another one-on-one coaching because Mm -hmm. they're not perfect but i do see that if that at the end of the day when i'm woke you woke we we working baby we don't got time to sleep Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to miss time to stack some funds well, that's what I'm talking. Mm-hmm. about. I'm all up to something else. I'm up <laughs> to better things. I know. <laughs> you know I'm doing that's gonna make me elevate. No, but I definitely <laughs> like that song. So, but it has mm-hmm. definitely been a pleasure to have you to come onto the show today on Let's Be Real and just educate everyone on the controversial paradigm of racism that is going on out here. I do love the website. Um, so yes, people- please. For people who are interested in reading the book Where can they go just to read it at um, To download it, stream it Where can they go
1: So if I'm having a pre-sale Starting next week Okay if, To keep updated we just again uh, Check out my website Differenceworld.net So D I F E R N T S W O R L D Dot net D dot net Excuse me Differenceworld.net um, I guess that's where you can find all our social media hands, but our main social media they're on right now is Facebook. Uh, you can find me at Third Eye, L-L-C, hi, I got a stolen tagline, sorry, T-H-C-3-R-D-L-L-C-E-Y-E. But you can go to differenceworld.net and see that.
0: <laughs> so before I let you go, I have a question. Are you interested in yeah. doing like pop-up shops?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Have you done one before?
1: I have not, but I'm looking to do so in October, November. Right now, it's the pre-sale, then the book launch, and then also maybe we can talk about the pop-up shop. And then I'm looking to do a book tour.
0: I definitely am Thank going you. to talk to you because I am hosting one. And so, when I just moved to Houston, I have done so much networking. I have met a lot of entrepreneurs, um, a lot of um, different type of chefs, cooks upholsteries, all type of different things. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna do a pop up shop. At first, it was gonna be because I didn't know so many Chicago people has moved. Like I was like, wow, a lot of people move. We all them brought our bad asses from up there to come
1: down here, but mm-hmm. no, <laughs>
0: but no. <laughs> my my cousin
1: <laughs> with one of y'all, Lily. Really, yeah. Let me ask you this, Shay. You, I can't believe this. What fish and spaghetti?
0: yes and i'm tired of y'all down here with this food yeah. fish, fish and spaghetti goes together don't, don't no it
1: does not we let are let
0: not you, let me tell you my experience look okay. at here we don't we don't
1: talk to our cousin's boyfriend because of this
0: <laughs> listen i work for american healthcare um i work for american healthcare medical association so long story short they had brought me some kolachis. I don't know what kolaches is, but when they brought it to me, it was like a pig in a blanket. I'm like, I don't want no hot dog a big one they were, they were on it and they was they was cracking up things like "Shay, what do you mean this is a pig in a blanket i'm like this is a pig in a blanket y'all don't know a lot of stuff so don't do us <laughs> chicago <laughs> people it is so hot down here but i do love houston i just love the atmosphere i do like the networking that i'm doing the opportunities yeah. are amazing here the housing I'm I'm is on, so much I'm better the, i'm on the interview. i So it's amazing. So I can bring some of my North a little bit to the South and we could try to meet up in the Midwest or something. Let's just create our own little different type of town and state now. (laughs) <laughs> but it is a mm-hmm. lot of people from Chicago that has came down here to Houston. And so everybody, like, it's a Chicago food truck here. I met so many people from Chicago doing a lot of different stuff. They opening up a Harold's mm-hmm. truck. And so at first, the pop-up shop was going to be for everyone that has really moved their stuff from Chicago because violence is everywhere. You know, don't get me wrong Violence is all across the 50 states Like you said, George Floyd was from here Houston, Texas, but he went somewhere else And unfortunately that, you know, it ended his life But it's violence is everywhere And it does just play a um, part Amongst us living out here Amongst each other, we have police, accidental deaths All type of things, but I'm gonna say When I did start my podcast, of course I'm from Chicago, so it's so much Violence, I wanted to just promote a lot Of the positivity that still lies Out there amongst the negativity with the violence, the killing and all that. My city, my mm. state we do have great people in Chicago so I was mm. going to do a pop-up shop in Houston for all Chicago people but then I saw how the Houston people was looking at me like
1: different
0: so I'm like I'm going to just add y'all in the shop now but it's not just But You Chicago. know
1: what it is with us? It's something here for everybody. We. It's, this is like the one thing I love about Houston, even though we in the South, this is like the the, the open-minded yes south if you will houston we 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 have something for everybody you know yes. straight gay black white doesn't matter you know no. out of state people from chicago yeah i can come back and get y'all some and make y'all own but um it, that's what i love about you know my city you know yes. we open-minded we you know open-hearted and yes. i guess that's just a part of who i am as well but make nova started Excuse okay. me. Make no mistake about it. I'm nobody, you know, puppet, a plaything. Okay. That's Tell one thing about you. the song. We I'm got that southern hospitality for you, me. but we also got some bangers too. Look, I'm a killer, but don't push me. Push me? Well, you ain't gotta push me. I'm already there.
0: Did you see that though, on the news? They did say that they are making it to where people as old as 18 could carry guns now. I'm like,
1: oh my gosh. Well, get up. There's no thing. And this is Texas. And people younger carrying guns. And it's like nothing out here. But. And now, I don't mean to sound so nauseous about it, but when you I, say I guns in Texas, that. that's just. I, like I said, I, I need a glass of water.
0: But see, I watched it on the news and I heard it and I was like, oh my gosh, I never seen out of 32 years of my life living it that they told you, oh, it's okay. You can carry a gun. Like, do you know how many more people are going to die around here? You know how many tricky, trigger trigger happy people. Just, I'm um, just don't make that rule in Chicago. Don't make that rule in Illinois. They are already buying guns. They don't need. And, and that's
1: kind of crazy because uh, I I like Chicago because don't get it twisted. I I, I don't condone violence, but I've I've always been fascinated with the Chicago or the mafia like. Like, this is the dressing side, and like the alpha pool. And so when I was in Chicago, I went to go see that street that had, like, the bloody Valentine. Okay. They got shot up on Valentine. Yeah. I, I, not to, you know, condone vice, but I'm, I guess I'm fascinated That's by, just, you know, history, how they used to roll back in the day with the Chicago vibes. Uh, and then without opponent them, and so. But I, I'm I'm totally against, you know, having shootouts and people, you know, losing their lives to senseless gun violence. But mm-hmm. I will say, I do like how they used to roll back in the day with, you know, just a tire, if you will, just to, you know, take the risk of it. Now, baby, <laughs> but now, uh-uh.
0: now they're away from O-block. Ba- look, they ain't even just Obloch. Yeah. You be sitting right there, and your whole ponytail be somewhere else, baby. They they shoot. Didn't <laughs> knock the top off your head, but look now. I had to just. I think it was just a different move, though, because I do have girls, so the environment. Okay. Here the school is. How good. many girls you has? I have two daughters, and they are preteen, oh, so I have almost Girl, a 12- that little nine-year-old <laughs> nephew. They he wants a hottie. Yeah, I have like a 12, almost a twelve and fourteen-year-old, so. Oh, so I wanted to get my girls out of the city, and it's just, and you know people might be like, "Oh, you sound so contr um contradicting yourself," but I didn't want my kids. No, grow- you're not. I didn't want my no, kids to grow up with my
1: friend's son.
0: I don't. I don't. I didn't. And, just- that,
1: and you know what? That's just how they used to make me feel because I grew up in the hood and was able to make it out and go to college, and and, and they thought that you know I was too good for them old.
0: Yeah,
1: she went I to just- college. She thinks she this, she that. No, nah, I just know myself worth. I yeah. know I might have been born in the gutter, but that's not where I belong and that's the, not where I'm the gonna goal end. Is to
0: get out and of I will goal never
1: forget where I come from.
0: Absolutely.
1: I don't know anybody who works that hard, go to college, or even if they it's don't go to college, but just and try to work out I mean work themselves out of that situation just to go back. And so don't feel ashamed or be mad about and don't mm-hmm. give a F about what nobody say okay. or think. You did what was right for you and best for you and your worst. And so I commend you to that queen.
0: Oh, thank I, you I so do. much And yeah. I commend you on just educating myself today And the viewers and listeners as well Like you said, it is so oh. much um ra- racism, controversial That is going on out here And I do appreciate you taking the time to put a what-if book out there To answer some of those questions Or even put some of those scenarios out there And people's eyes who might never even think that those things was a vision Or mm-hmm. even can even hear about it So I do definitely appreciate you I'm going to check back in with you you a little bit more when it comes down definitely. to like the fall season, just to see what type of events you have done or what you have coming up, and we will chat on the one-on-one with the pop-up shop. And just to give me a little bit more about Houston, because
1: definitely, yeah, this,
0: this is my new hometown. Different. Yeah, Look. Yeah, welcome
1: to ASAC. Ain't going nowhere. Look
0: Look, I brought some Chicago with
1: me too. So okay. Okay. Also, Queen, let me just take this time to thank you and remind you that you got a crown in your head and you were rocking it well. And I'm so Mm -hmm. appreciative and grateful for you to have me on your show. Thank you to everybody out there listening. And I just want to give a quick shout out to my nephew, my Pookie. That's his voice you guys heard on the book trailer. And so also everybody out there remember just manifest, plan, and prepare for what it is that you want in life and it'll come to you. And no, don't worry about what nobody else has to say or think. Do you get yourself together? Because once you get your heart together, you can get your mind right. You can do anything you want in life, anything. Lord. And, you know, that's a different world. Come and learn.
0: Thank you. Until next time,
1: it's been real. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much.